Hello, and welcome to I Am Dad podcast with your fatherhood authority, Kenneth Braswell. 30 minutes of wisdom, information, resources, and nuggets to help you on your fatherhood journey. Or maybe you're just curious and want to hear some real talk about fatherhood, family, and the minds of men. Well, guess what? We got you too. Sit back, grab your pad and pen, and maybe even bring a little something to sip on. Enjoy 30 straight minutes of fatherhood, family, and fun with the Fatherhood Authority, Kenneth Braswell. Happy New Year. As we embark on a new year, it has been the annual tradition of New Year's to take a moment to reflect on the lessons of the past. Part of that tradition is also to make resolutions that are both reflective of the things we've learned in the previous year and affirming to the expectations of things we hope to accomplish in the future. Many of us can argue based on track record that this is an effort in futility. Think about it. For a few months, we hold on to resolutions that make us feel good about the few attempts we take to honor those promises to ourselves. But ultimately, they just become one more thing loading up our lives bag of unattainable goals and desires. As I have been guilty of keeping this trend alive in my own personal life, i.e. losing weight, saving money, improving personal relationships, etc., the area where I've been consistent and successful is in my professional life. So as I quietly regurgitate some of my old personal resolutions this year, I also want to double down on a few new professional ones to include a major conceptual shift. Let's start with why. Last year, I experienced several business disappointments that impacted my self of purpose, my business ability to scale, and my confidence in advancing my work in areas that I felt Fathers Incorporated was well positioned to be successful. Lastly, and more importantly, it challenged my faith in navigating what I believe my calling was leading me to accomplish. You see, I'm not sure how a lesser man would handle what I believe to be critical setbacks, and I'm still not sure whether I've resolved my disappointment in not being able to achieve favorable outcomes of these tasks. Connected to my personal disappointments is the deterioration of my belief in friendships. Let me just say that I've been here before in my life. When my daughter was young, she asked me who was my best friend. My answer to her was I didn't have one. The sad reality is, I don't think I ever had one. If there was a time and I had one, it was destroyed by the issue of money or some woman who was clouding my life. Since neither of those two factors are a part of my life today, it challenges me to ask myself why I feel the way I do about friendships. To be honest, I do have people in my life that genuinely care for me. When recently speaking to my wife, she suggested that I come up with my own definition of a friend so that I could be clear about when I talk about friends, I know exactly who I'm talking about and why. I have not done that yet. However, spending time reading how driving for your goals can oftentimes and at the same time drive a wedge between what you think is a friend. This issue is still important to me and frankly, is still under review. What does any of this have to do with personal and business resolutions? Well, talking about it is part of the process of addressing things that I would otherwise keep to myself. Being concerned about things that take me on emotional highs and lows, having to think about the motivations of people around me, being in a place in life where I've never been before and not having anyone to talk about it, 
because they haven't either. Having a fear of losing what I have, what I've accomplished, watching the enemy purposefully and tactfully seeking to rob, kill, and destroy, and taking me back to a place I once was in my life. How about having so many lives depending on every decision I make, people not understanding how dangerously close they are to flipping my triggers, and me just wanting to live it all up, or maybe even give it all up for a simpler life. All of this matters as to why we do or don't commit to resolutions, and it makes me question my own sense of self. More importantly, these things that impact the day-to-day and moment-to-moment state of my mental health, which is why this year I want to focus both my personal and professional attention on fueling the urgency for the mental health of Black fathers. Let me start here with my self-assessment of my own mental health. You see, I got a lot going on. And for the past few years, I've been in the midst of dedicating my entire life to assisting fathers and more specifically black fathers. I have mostly and quietly watched the society slowly yet aggressively rip at the fabric of black men's existence. And on any given day, as I watch my social media feed and I watch my social media in general, I watch society, including black women and some black men, post and say things about black men that we could never say or would be accepted to say back in return. Many of you have heard me say this before. I aspire to be a superhero in the lives of the people I serve. However, I recognize that some things that are not feasible. And when I can't, I still need to be affirmed. There's a reason Spider-Man is called amazing and the Hulk is called incredible. Most of us believe they know it, so we don't say it. The reality is some morning Spider-Man doesn't feel so amazing and the Hulk doesn't feel so incredible. So just like them, us mere mortals must be reminded how amazing and incredible we are. Even when we feel like nobody else cares, we still have to get up with the emotional baggage that we carry and be where we are expected to be. Show up with a smile on our face because no one cares about the scars we hide. Will ourselves to be more than we feel like being that day. Because no matter how we feel, no matter how you feel, your calling will still call, and so will everybody else. Real talk and transparent truth, I'm walking into 2023 an emotional mess. But I'm telling you, because I'm still walking and I'm still talking. But I'm also walking into 2023 more focused and determined than I've ever been. Just because you don't see the beast doesn't mean the beast isn't here. Be careful with playing with my kindness or anybody else's kindness. Know that we have just learned how to tame our beast. I'm at cold blue, and there should be an urgency to understand why. But what is cold blue? Code blue is when a man thinks people care, but doesn't know they care. It's when he's hurting and no one knows he's hurting, or unfortunately, doesn't care he's hurting. It's when he's a part of the blame, but made to feel like he's all the blame. Code blue is when he's expected to be strong for everybody else and ignore his own pain. Code blue is when he describes stress and depression as just being tired. Cold blue is when he screams for help 
and nobody responds. Cold blue is when he's the victim and made to believe it's all his fault. It's when he feels like he has to save the world at the expense of saving himself. Code blue is when his worth is only expressed in his obituary. The handwriting is on the wall. 16%, 4.8 million of black and African-American people reported having a mental illness and 22.4% of those 1.1 million people reported a serious mental illness over the past year. According to data from the CDC, 9% of high schoolers overall attempted suicide while the percentage was even higher amongst black multiracial and American Indian and native Alaskan students. Black and African-Americans hold beliefs related to stigma, psychological openness, and help-seeking, which in turn affects their coping behaviors. Black and African-American men are particularly concerned about stigma. Black and African-American people are overrepresented in our jails and prisons. Black and African-American people make up 13% of the general population, but nearly 40% of the prison population. Black and African-American people with mental health conditions, specifically those involving psychosis, are more likely to be in jail and or prison than people of other races. Lastly, in a survey of the participants of our Gentle Warriors Academy, we learned that the number one issue for many of our dads is the need for mental health assistance. We're still determining what we will do with that. Because of the aforementioned, we are going to be relaunching our Code Blue campaign to address issues of mental health amongst black fathers and their families. As a result, we will continue to build on Fathers Incorporated's work to bring awareness and accelerate the urgency to address mental health amongst black fathers. We're gonna do these things. Number one, we're gonna conduct focus groups to learn more about the specific mental health needs of black fathers. We're gonna to continue to host our monthly men's den and daddy power hour virtual sessions for Gentle Warrior Academy participants. We're gonna host healing circle retreats for mental health. We're gonna conduct the writing of specific blogs and hosting podcasts addressing issues of mental health. We're gonna advocate for policy shifts that impact specifically the impact for the mental health amongst black fathers. We're also going to produce traditional and social media content, raising the awareness and concerns for mental health for black fathers. We're gonna provide technical assistance and training for organizations working with black fathers. And we're gonna produce a mental health awareness curriculum for black fathers and associated resources. Also gonna keep watching the headlines and social media narratives to learn more about the impact of negative media. Although this issue will be one of the focuses of our work in 2023, it will not end with the year but continue as a vital component of building better fathers for stronger families. Well, that's what we're going to do. How will you help? <laughs> you don't know? That's okay. It's just the first day of the year. We have 365 days to prepare to leave 2023 better than we entered it. So in closing, I'm a black man, but I'm not the problem. However, I realize that I'm part of the problem and must own up to that. At the same time, 
black fathers must be taken into full consideration when it comes to creating solutions that don't solely rely on their contribution of resources without taking into consideration their own needs. I saw a shirt recently that said, real men cry, and another one that said, men have feelings too. And contrary to historical belief, it don't make us no punks because we do. And for the women next to the sound of my voice, I'm not looking to be your ally. I'm looking to be your partner. There's a difference. Allies take up causes while leaving their own on the floor. Partners have mutual interest for each other's needs and concerns. I'm looking for together causes. We came here on the same boat, we're in the same boat, and we're probably gonna leave here in the same boat. Let's find ways to build the foundation of the boat so that we can weather any storm designed to tear us apart. Happy New Year and welcome to 2023. But do me a favor this year. Don't just watch our work. Find ways to engage and engage and engage and engage. Encourage us to stay in the fight. Your engagement and support matters. I'm Kenneth Braswell, CEO of Fathers Incorporated and the host of I Am Dad podcast. Subscribe, follow, engage by leaving comments. It helps our algorithms and more importantly, it's affirming. So always be kind to others as you're kind to yourself or you might find yourself by yourself. Always shoot high for your goals because even if you miss, you'll be amongst the stars. And as my good friend Art Mitchell and John Harris would say, it's nice to be important, but it's much more important to be nice. Until next time, God bless and see you soon. Happy New Year again. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend with us. You've been listening to I Am Dad Podcast. We hope that you have been informed, encouraged you to think, or even inspired your heart for the love of dads. The conversation does not end here. Come back and join us next week. Same time, same place. Or you can continue the dialogue on our I Am Dad Facebook page. We also invite you to listen to past episodes, learn more about us, and keep up with special activities by visiting IamDadPodcast.com. That's IamDadPodcast.com. Until next time, I leave you with this reminder of manhood from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. When I was a child... I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Because of this reminder, I will always understand that I am dad, period.